Welcome to Kickin'. I'm Sam Proof from SamProof.tv. And I'm Mark Temple from FrenchmanTable.net. And this is Kickin', the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live on YouTube Thursdays, generally. And find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today on the show, we take a look at the recommended daily campaigns. But first, before we get into it, 60 seconds in which we will give you this week in the world of crowdfunding, the recently launched, the ending soon, and other news. All right, first we have Umbrella out of France. It pairs a trendy iridescent umbrella with a mobile app to let you know if it's going to rain and if you've let your umbrella be at home. There has not yet been a response campaign from TV weather reports, keeping an umbrella in your car or saving the $88 and using it to pay for a taxi. Dubox promises to be the missing link between all your Apple products, your uh, your laptop, your iPad, your iPhone, etc., including tons of ports, a Wi-Fi router, and even an Apple Watch wireless charger. They are one quarter of their way to their goal of $85,000. Bento Lab is a home DNA kit funded in only 36 hours. It lets you take a biological sample, such as from your own blood or from your food, extract its DNA, conduct a simple genetic analysis, and laugh like this. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now, just for kicks, we're going to see what Kickstarter thinks we like. Checking out the recommended for you section on the front page. I will start it off. Go ahead. And uh, <clears throat> the first campaign for me, the uh, the squeegee table and counter surface cleaner. I do love cleaning things, I guess. All right. I wonder how you got that one. I, it's not even, I don't think a friend of mine even uh, donated to it. So I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah, there's no, no friends that are backers. Uh, <laughs> they are featured on Backer Club. I do check out a lot of Backer Club stuff just because they're sort of an associated thing you know yeah. whenever we're looking stuff up that does come up a lot i feel like almost everyone uses them now uh they have it just hanging there next to their spatulas hey that's where you put your squeegee yeah <laughs> on, your, on your refrigerator so this is a squeegee you use it says for tables and counters not for uh you know not for your window or whatever sure uh i don't yeah okay there they are cleaning up cereal All milk right. sure yeah you it's have, this, you have uh, two small children, I'm sure. I, yeah, I mean, maybe. That is a good... Table yeah, and counter yeah. messes are a part of your life. Sure. I'm, I'm curious. It's got... It's like, you know, a typical squeegee, and then there's some sort of bucket device behind it. Here it is doing, like, cinnamon or some kind of powder. Uh, uh, cleaning the device is just as easy. They're dropping it in the dishwasher. What does this bucket device do? I think it's... it's you gotta You gotta, like... Dip it in water or something, right? Like that's how you get it to 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 But they, they never show it clean. coming off. And oh, there we go. There, it's. I don't even understand what's happening with this thing. I should have checked this out before. Uh, this is the 3D uh, printed version of the squeegee. Very rough design. Um, okay, yeah, it is. It is like a dustpan that is. Uh, I guess when you pull a trigger. This looks very complicated. Yeah. Like, amount of hand movement. I, this is the original. I'm not sure this is a lot better than a paper towel. Yeah, I I have no problem using a sponge and a paper towel, so this, this seems excessive to me. What do they want for it? Uh, well, their campaign is $50,000, and the individual item, let's see, is this right? 25 for one? Single squeegee, get one, be the first. $25. That's and then the double 
45 so you get a little you save five bucks so, for two yeah and then uh you have four for 85 you really feel like there's a lot of spills gonna be happening you got some spilly friends uh yeah that's interesting the 85 dollars you're just saving five dollars you save five dollars for two and for four you're pay- you're saving five dollars per additional one that you're not really getting a scaling price no you. yeah do you Whereas want eight? on Umbrella, you're getting a really good deal on right. 50 of them. <laughs> you can buy them at 50? Yeah. Holy crap. Why would you, like, that's just, unless you're uh, doing some kind of weird art installation, I can't imagine why you'd ever want to do that. Yeah, or you're like an umbrella store. I guess. Do you think there are a lot of stores that back products on it? That seems like a risky... Yeah. I mean, yeah. you see it a lot on games. Like, yeah, sure. This okay. Is a retailer level get, but you don't see fifty. Fifty is a lot to sell. Like, what yeah. If, what if everyone hates it? Yeah, I mean, I can see games because there's, you know, there's a good amount of very established game companies that yeah. f- constantly put out games. Well, it's like six or twelve. If you have a game store, that's not like a huge risk. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, a couple hundred bucks, yeah. sure. All right, all right, what do you think? The squeegee, kick in, kick it to the curb. Kick it to the curb. Yeah, me too. All right, what do you got? I have the Goody's Adventure Card kick Game. Kick in, right <laughs> What? How come I don't get that? You don't back enough board games. God damn it. I got all the games. Uh, it's, uh, you play as a ragtag group of kids from the Good Docks neighborhood of Astoria, Oregon. You must join together on a quest to find the treasure of legendary pirate One-Eyed Willie so you can save your home from demolition. Each player represents a different Goody. And, uh, yeah, it seems to be, like, in the Pathfinder Adventure card game Oh, okay. area. So, I didn't RPG, watch the video. an RPG CCG. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the problem with this for me, and I, I almost hesitate to admit this, uh, I don't think I've ever seen the Goonies. What? Get off my podcast! But yeah, I, I think it's just an 80s movie I missed. How is that possible? I really don't know. They mentioned like the other movies that it's like, and I like all of them. What are the other movies that they say? I just think they've worked on. Okay. But they, these people have worked on you know, Back to the Future. They've oh, yeah, worked yeah. on uh, Alien, Breaking Bad, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Princess Bride. They've done a lot of like licensed work like this. Wow. Yeah, their ask was only $10,000, which they're well over sure. now. Uh, although, 22000 is probably less than they thought they'd get. But 20 days left, they have some time. They've unlocked 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 out of, six out of uh, nine. 9 stretch goals. Their last two stretch goals are unannounced. Wow. One-Eyed Willie shows up to play the game with you. Yeah. Doesn't really sound appropriate. Their pledge levels might be a little too bunched. Like, there's no, like, blinged-out pledge levels. You get... Uh, you know, for $25, you get a copy of the game. For $35, you get a copy of the game and a, co- a deck of Goonies playing cards. And for $45, you get uh, the game the, and the playing cards in a gift box, which I don't really understand Okay. why I would want or need. I mean, if it, it could be a treasure chest-style gift box or sure. something. Is that a, they don't say? Uh, there's like a little picture of it, but it's just like huh. a slightly bigger box. box. Yeah, in case they... Release more stuff. Yeah, I guess maybe it could, maybe there's something like, but it's just playing cards. It's just like you know a, a poker deck. Yeah. So what, what what is just the base set? The base set is twenty five dollars. That's not bad. Yeah, it's an easy ask, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's tons of Goonies fans. I, I it is one of the films that I think does hold up. Uh, I don't think it holds up a hundred percent, you know, from being a 
10-year-old to a 40-year-old, uh, but there are enough good moments that I'm like, yeah, I would watch this again. I would especially watch it again with my own kids. Sure. But just as an adult, I have gone back and seen it at some point. Um, I, I feel like my memory of it is a little sweeter. Like, there are a lot more... Uh, like, I was like, oh, there's only, like, those two monologues. I really feel like there was more really <laughs> happening in there, but you know, I don't know. Those you, monologues are really good ones. Do you find it's, like, hard, like, going back to a movie you liked as a kid and thinking about seeing it with your own kids and realizing, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of, like... Like, I watched Ghostbusters every day when I was, like, five years old. Right. And, like, going back to that now, there's some stuff in that. Yeah. That I didn't get when I was right. five. But, yeah. Like, would, does that affect your like? There's a little bit of that. Not get it, so who cares? Yeah, it's a, it's a combination. There's some things that I, I, I loved it as a, as a kid, but I think would freak my kids out, like Secret of Nim, mm. or uh, uh, The Last Unicorn. I think has some really scary moments, and it's more that kind of thing that I wouldn't go back and watch with them. Whereas like, like Ghostbusters might as well. I, you know, things like oh, it's there's a lot too much tongue in cheek. Those are sex jokes. I think my kids just wouldn't get it, so sure. I'd probably watch that. And your kids are very young. They're probably too yeah. young for most movies at this point, right? Yeah, they, they only get... Yeah, they don't get movies that often. Every other week. Actually, tomorrow is movie day. Oh. So I think we're going to watch Angelina Ballerina. I've never that'll heard be, of it. That'll be exciting. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, the world's smartest photo storage and management device. You actually pitched this before, so I should know more about it, but I don't. What do you remember about this? Uh, well, one thing I did realize, it was only uh, uh, three days left. Yeah. It's a box you put in your house. You have to plug in your own hard drive, although maybe they send you a hard drive with it. Uh, storage is not included. Okay, so they All don't right. send you a hard drive. So you have to put an external hard drive in it. But you have an app on your phone, and it automatically syncs any pictures you take. It'll sync from your desktop as well. And it sort of just, like, gathers all your photos up onto this hard drive, so it's it's backed up. And you could, you could access it from, I don't know about anywhere, but certainly from many, certainly anywhere on your own Wi-Fi network. Wow. So it'll, it'll take things from uh, your phone, your tablet? Yeah. Although and, and I download think it won't them? sync them until you're on Wi-Fi by okay. default. Right, even, like, sure. Make it do it. Okay. But by default, it waits till you're home. That's pretty close to what I want. But I, I actually would rather have a portable thing I can plug into my phone so I could be at a cafe and just be like, I need, I have all my videos. I'm taking up too much space. I need to download stuff now. Whereas this is like, now I have to go home and do it. Yeah. But I do like this. Uh, I think this is a pretty cool idea. And there's just not enough options like this for, for like your iPhone or your iPad to like. Yeah, we had a big storage. problem with this in my, my house recently. My, my fiance just replaced her computer, and we inadvertently got her a much smaller hard drive. Oh, yeah. Uh, she went from a 512 to a 256. What we realized was she could do it, but she would need to give up her photos. That actually ended up not being the problem. The problem ended up being she had, like, two seasons of TV on iTunes. Oh, man. Just get that out of there. Yeah. Uh, but there's, like, Dropbox won't do it. You put it on Dropbox, then delete it off your home computer, Dropbox will delete it. You can't back things up on Dropbox. Something like this wouldn't yeah. be a big help. Right. They, you can even put, you put two hard drives in, you can either use that to double your space sure. or to back up within your own backup. Yeah, redundant backups, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, something like this would be really helpful uh, in a situation like that. People do have a lot of photos. Photos take up a lot of space. Photos, yeah. videos, all of that. And like... We just have them all digitally now. No one has the physical... Sure. Instead of photo albums, you have like... 50 gigs on your hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just have hard drive albums. Uh, I should note that this also takes uh, SD cards from your camera as well as the Wi-Fi sync. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. And it's supposedly will then uh, organize them for you. It will organize them by location. It will organize them by time. It will organize them by face recognition. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. You said geolocation and time, and yeah, and favorites. Yeah, and by camera type, which is all all kind of things that uh, iPhoto does. But I kind of hate iPhoto. And the facial recognition uh, technology I've seen is pretty limited. We put up a lot of photos yesterday uh, from our engagement, and yeah, uh, the the thing thought that a statue and a sign <laughs> were me. Twice. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I remember Amanda was trying to do the iPhoto one, and it, she spent hours just going through, like, and it would be like, is this this person? And like, yeah, it's this person. You know, like, or you just have to sit there for so long. It just takes, it, there's just too much programming happening on that, on the human level right now. Yeah. Like, give us that FBI facial recognition. How are they catching these people? We can't even tell if you're a statue or not. Well, the statues usually aren't going through security, right? It's not like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what else do you got? Uh, my next recommended is, again, a board game, the Darklight Memento Mori Miniatures Dungeon Crawler, a combination, uh, cooperative dungeon crawler which combines tabletop and RPG elements in a dark gothic world. Ooh. It looks an awful lot like Zombicide meets Arcadia Quest, two games that I own, but I also feel like uh, I've got that. I've got this, thanks. Right. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a pretty standard board game with tons of stuff. Which, tons of miniatures and you know, cool. their stretch goals. And, their, uh, and the miniatures look cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess what I've really learned on Kickstarter these past few years is that cool miniatures have gotten very easy to, to make. make. Yeah, it's all that 3D printing and stuff. Yeah. I think I think we could do something like this. You just got to be able we, to hire someone to design it. Yeah. Uh, so where they're, they're at $152,000 of a $98,046 goal. Is this some currency conversion? Yes, this is from Pound Sterling. Hmm. So they're they're they got a lot, but not all of their stretch goals. I think they they certainly thought they would do a little better. I think they wanted that cool mini or not style hype train. Yeah, is this uh, the first game from this company? This is their first creative <coughs> Kickstarter. Yeah, that's so kind of what I thought. Uh, for for their first game, that's great. Yeah, hundred fifty percent of really the funding. Really impressive. Uh, not, nothing nothing wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, this is very clearly trying to get that. Yeah, the big game. Yeah, this is a push. this is a zombicide esque. Yeah, yeah. This elaborate <clears throat> stretch goal map that they're not gonna get close to. Oh, uh, that is kind of sad to see. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, at least they thought it out. Now they can reproduce this, and they'll do twice as good next time. And yeah, they have you know they have twelve hundred backers. Yeah. It's a good place to start. You know, all yeah, that's that's great. They're they're four campaigns away from a million dollars probably. Yeah, something like that. Unless this game sucks. Well, yeah, if they, you know, if they shoot their, I don't know, the expression that I want to use here, but yeah, if they if they shoot shoot themselves in the foot, then they won't be back. But I mean, if you know they deliver on this and they, they it's a playable game and people enjoy it, then yeah, they've got a career on a Kickstarter here. Uh, conversely, next up is the uh, the Voodoo game, which their goal is only five thousand dollars. Uh, right. and, uh, and yeah, they've got almost four times that. These guys have created 32 campaigns. Whoa. 
which seems incredible to me. I've n- I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. So I think they're Mayday Games. Yeah, so it's uh it's Voodoo, the magical party game of curses for three to six players. Um, I'd been to their website. Yeah, before. Mayday Games sounds really familiar. I feel like we even in the PGZ days may have reviewed a game of theirs at some point, uh, which makes me wonder why their goal was only five thousand dollars, or why they only raised almost twenty at this point. But uh, yeah, you let me know what you find. Uh, this looks like a simple, um, you know, card game. There's a few. Uh, there's a cute little uh, voodoo doll, and and uh, let's see. What do you found something? I have not. Viceroy. I've definitely seen that before. I feel like that was a Game Crafter game though. Mm. I wonder if they have Seven Wonders. Oh, that was a big game. Well, they yeah. make sleeves for that. They make oh, their sleeve company. Okay. Uh, wow, now I want to see what their previous campaigns are. Let's let's check this out. Let's bring this up. But yeah, they make a lot of uh, accessories. Okay. I wonder if this is their first foray into actual games then. N- no. Uh, all right. Have... They do have their own games. Yeah, but I've never... Uh, Viceroy, Bootlegger. I've definitely heard of Viceroy. Meteor. No, Captain no. Carcass. Oops, what did I do? Captain Carcass? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Those, Dungeon Busters. That sounds all right. Hold your breath. Yeah. Eaten by Zombies sounds familiar. That sounds like a re- it's a $20 game. Okay. Yeah. Stand. Oh, there's Voodoo. Yeah, there's a Voodoo. I wonder if that's a different version of Voodoo. Or, uh, Why is it zero dollars? And sold out? Is that what that means? They should just put sold out. Because I feel like they at zero dollars. It's available on Kickstarter now. Got it. So maybe this is like okay. If you're searching their site. Yeah. Um, did hey, how come that created by thing never came up? Oh, here we go. <clears throat> so their past campaigns include Assassin Con, the Assassin game, Dead Man's Draw, Dungeon Busters, which you saw over there. Uh, Meteor 2. Yeah, these are all games. I'm shocked. I think they're, I'm, and yeah. curious why they, uh, why their campaign is so low. But, you know, if they're doing it based on the... I don't think they have any stretch goals. I haven't come to that yet. They show you how to order multiple copies. That's nice. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Stretch rewards. Uh, $5,000. They've unlocked that one. Then 10000 Yeah. Upgraded cards, you get some extras, you get your little uh, tokens in uh, extra spheres. And they're, they're close to unlocking Ninjas vs. Pygmies, the expansion for five more for, uh, dollars there. Uh, the v- Voodoo Party game. Uh, Vinny's Voodoo Party, oversized Vinny the Voodoo doll, and that's it. So they only have two more stretch goals to go, which they actually might get that one. Um... At 25k, and uh, yeah, it looks all right. It looks like a good first timer, you know, first time gamer and uh, Kickstarter backer. This seems like an easy one to go with. Yeah, they seem to be doing like safer games. Yeah, like, this is just their model now. They make they make. Yeah, they're the new Steve Jackson. Sure. Sure. Like little little five dollar games, except little they're $5 like games twenty dollar games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fine. Looks fun. I don't know. Check it out. What else you got? 
Uh, my, my last uh, recommended is Singularity by Josh Jordan, a transhuman analog dating sim for five players. It's a pen and paper RPG where your uh, players act out an episode of a dating show set in a time where the human body has become optional. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even sure what the hell's happening, but. <laughs> uh, so it's an RPG. Yeah, but your human kind has discovered the technology to surpass our original bodies, no longer bound by the rules of Homo sapien biology. Uh-huh. We are able to craft ourselves anew. Bodies expanded, identities altered, our sense of self can now linger in the space between abstract thought and self-actualization. Humanity has become something else, something other. No longer the narrow flock of fleshy humanoid we once were. You'll instead find androids, humanesque constructs, abstract qualities made sentience, sentient, joy literally personified, and uh, you do this, and then you have them date each other. I don't... What's the game element? Like, what's the campaign you're... on this going to be? Like, what? I, like, okay, am I trying to... I, I'm not even sure if I have a hu- like a physical body at, at this point. I don't point. think you do, no. Like, I for a second, I thought that the whole thing was, like, your body could actually just be whatever you want it to be. Oh, I'm a unicorn cyborg robot man. Like, cool. But now I'm just a thought in space. What am I... What's my mission here? How do you play this game? How... I have no idea. It's a 60-page rule book, which I, I'm sure explains it. Well, that seems way too corporeal for me. <laughs> what? Uh, how are they doing? What's their campaign like? I have four days left as of this recording, yeah. and they're at $2,600, yeah. $2,638 out of a $3,000 goal. Yeah. So I think they're going to get it. Barely. Yeah. But, yeah, because there's just enough people that are like, I like being confused and playing games. Yeah, I mean, for <laughs> for sixteen dollars, you get a you get a copy of this thing. Great. Uh, uh, for for ten dollars, you get the game. For sixteen dollars, you get a, a copy of the game, and they will donate a digital copy of the game to a school or university in your honor. Oh, please don't do that in my honor. I uh, feel like that is not not something I want them to do. Sam, no, Drew. stop the typing. <laughs> Uh, out of, <laughs> nope, no, it's not me. You can't. That's not cool. Um, out of curiosity, go back to your re- recommended by thing yeah. and uh, open up the see all. Okay. And then uh, oh, they have a project of the day at the top here. Let's see if you get a different one than me. Slowly but surely here. Okay. Well, so my project of the day is the Umo Smart Modular Power Strip, which is... Uh, Sick of my dumb power strip. I know. I never realized how crappy my power strip was until I saw this thing. It, this has, like, 20 different possible pieces to make one mega power strip, which I'm not sure why I wouldn't just get a power strip that also had just all of these things. Like... Uh, do I need to, like, take these things out because I'm not using them and then just store them somewhere, which is just taking up space? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, or do I, speci- like, do I want to just order up... Yeah, you got a totally different thing, didn't you? Coliseum uh, Emperor's Edition. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so this power strip has all these different modules. This looks like maybe it's a wireless. That's There's some European. There's, an you know, American outlets. There's USB. I'm not even sure what that one is. This one's USB and an American outlet. There's a, it's a bunch of different potential, you know, parts to create the power strip that you need. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's all the different things. 
Plus, you can get a bass cord in the primary colors. So, Powerline Light Wireless Speaker. Okay, Solo US, Triple EU, Fiverr US, uh, Solo EU, which also seems to have the USB on it, but they don't say that. Wireless charging, sensor and security. Interesting. Multi-USB and smart. Hmm. So, I wonder if this connects to uh, the IFTTT. Take a quick look for that. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm gonna look up, do a quick search for the smart. Snap on a smart modular module to seamlessly control and communicate with all your plugged-in devices. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, that is a. Uh, I've seen this a couple times, and every time I saw it, I was like, I just don't know that I need that. They have, however, raised. 163,000 of the 55,000 they were trying to with a week left to go. Uh, it is a European campaign and uh, you can these start at 40 pounds. So $43 American. All right. All right. What's what's the last one from you? Ultracoids. Okay. I scrolled down my page to find this. It's a, but it's a Los Angeles project. Okay. The first creation from JM Ward. Uh it's a collectible coin game. It's like oh. they sell you, I guess, a blind pack of... Uh, okay, it's Magic the Coinering. Max, man, it's Magic the Coinering. I have no <laughs> idea how to play it, but these coins are huge, right? Like, there's a quarter, and it's... Oh, God. Are these actually metal? Yeah, they're uh, solid brass. Holy crap! Plated with antique silver. Oh, my God. Covered in clear epoxy. Ugh, this just sounds expensive. Yeah, and you, like, spit it or something? I see. How do you know what... How do you figure out what number you get? It's got numbers all around it. Yeah, I think you you spin. Are the coins solid pieces, or does like something move inside there? Is let's, let's go to the uh, video let's maybe. Video, yeah. Let's see what's happening. So they are uh, asking for uh, six and a half thousand dollars. They've passed that barely, with just a few days left to go. Should I turn the audio on? Sure. Uh, very impressive audio. It's <laughs> showing us the coins. Show us the pictures that are further Some down on the weird... page. Oh, here yeah, we go. Okay, here we go. He's spinning. It does spin, but he, it doesn't look like that. Coins have a tip. But what does that matter? Stop the coin with your finger. I'm not sure how it was spinning. Use the number next to your finger. Okay. So it's, it's a lazy Susan. I thought it was going to spin... More like a geo, uh... Yeah, that's a two. Thingy. Tribe of Lizard. I feel like you can... Because <clears throat> when a coin spins, the bottom's always... So if you put the 300 at the bottom, I think you're, you're pretty much just getting right, a 50-50 result. You're spinning it flat. Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh... Yeah... Sure. I mean, it looks nice. I don't know that. How much is a, a pack? Uh, you get three random ultra coins for $24. No, I'm out. Nope. Well, the weird thing is it, like, scales very, like, so $24 is three random ones. Yeah. For $60, you get the whole thing. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. The problem is no one's ever going to play it with you. Yeah. I mean, the six other people who back this, but who knows where they are. 138 backers. But yeah, they, you have to tell me they were all... Los Angeles-based. Los Angeles yeah. for me to be into it. 
All right, well, thanks for joining us, guys. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and kickinshow.com. Catch us live every Thursday, live streaming behind the scenes and uh, taking questions from you from our chat room on YouTube. And uh, download the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. And you can find all the links on kickinshow.com. We'll see you next week. Tweet us at kickinshow about your favorite crowdfunding projects. And now... You can find us in the iOS store with a mobile app that has all of these things, plus tips and advice for creating your own successful crowdfunding campaign. See you next week. This is episode 24. And we're doing it in Macho Man style. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Snap into a kicking show. I like that. We should. I don't think there's ever enough wrestling style campaigns, but if we can find enough related things. No, one just ended to what I backed, even. Oh, really? The of course second you season of the Worldwide Wrestling RPG, a pen and paper wrestling RPG that is just lovely hmm, okay i don't know if i could pull that voice off for more than five minutes it's a hard one yeah i don't think this guy i don't even want to do it right it's taxing on the esophagus <laughs> oh yeah we, we could try it i feel like that's one of the ones where uh we, we we'd have to encourage people to like do something to you know like hit stretch goals yeah of like all right we'll continue this voice if we get 50 more viewers live we'll see Maybe we need a little more of a consistent basis but all right let's do this thing okay another fucking plane